What's up, guys? It's your friendly neighborhood smango today. I don't know we haven't done a podcast in a while, but I just wanted to do a podcast today about the Diablo. Now, the Diablo franchise has been around a very, very long time since I don't know when. So we're going to kind of do a little retrospective, at least from my perspective of Diablo since Diablo 4 recent released. I want to talk about it and all the good and bad that's come along with the Diablo franchise. Of course, I believe Diablo put Blizzard on the map with the very first one. Uh, I played the very first Diablo back on actually on the PlayStation is before I really had a gaming computer or Diablo on PC. Which is just so much better. I honestly, if you play Diablo on consoles, I I, I just don't know about you. I, I really don't. Like you're missing out on how Diablo should be played. While I'm glad you do get like people do get to experience it on a console, it, it is always meant to be a point or click adventure action RPG. Like it's just the way it's been. You know, uh, Diablo has been in its fair share of controversies since it's kind of based on hell and angels and demons and stuff like that, but I, that stuff never really did bother me. I, I think it's fine. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Going to kill the devil is pretty cool to me, but, you know, whatever. But you can see where uh, you can see where a bunch of people would get upset about it, I guess. But yeah, actually, I, I love Diablo. Have no problem with anybody playing Diablo. It's just a freaky, scary game. It's supposed to be. And let's just talk about uh, Diablo One, the the birth of a dark fantasy. Now you can experience Diablo now with some mods and kind of get a better. Like it, it definitely there's some improvements that you can experience with the original Diablo. And you can make the view a lot better. Like it used to be really, really close and it was terrible on PlayStation one. And I remember PlayStation one, it actually take up a full memory card for one character, one character for you to save your game. It'd take up one, one whole memory card. Then on PC, you didn't have that crap. Usually you had plenty of storage. You can make as many characters as you want. Uh, of course on PC, there was a lot of duping going on. And online, there was uh, openbattle.net started with Diablo 1, from what I remember. And it's always been great. Diablo's always been great. Diablo 1 and 2 have always been fantastic, like all online RPGs. And they promoted, at least Diablo 2 did. But anyway, Diablo 1, great game. You only had, what, three... Three characters are she from? A warrior. I'm trying to remember. A sorceress. And something else. <laughs> Can't remember the other one. Uh, let's see here. Hope you guys don't mind me checking this out. Uh, so you had warrior, rogue, and sorcerer. Okay, rogue. Of course. Uh, I don't remember playing a rogue on Diablo 1. Ever. Well, the thing is about Diablo 1 is you kind of, even if you built a warrior, a rogue, or a sorceress, you could use any weapon you wanted. So, 
it's not like it really benefited you too much or didn't penalize you too much for picking a certain class because you could just uh you can put your points in anything like dexterity strength intellect you know you just had better starting stats for the most part but like you could make a warrior and put on staff and cast spells it's just the way it was but man what a great game Uh, diablo one was such such a good game uh it really was and uh i don't think there's been a game out there that quite freaks me out as much as diablo one even the new diablo and we'll get to the new diablo four in just a bit and if you're watching this on youtube you will see diablo four gameplay because it's what i've currently been playing so i've decided to record you guys can enjoy that of course you can't hear it but (laughs) that's diablo four it's come a long way let's just put it that way um but yeah the 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 sounds and just going down the labyrinth in Diablo one, it was so freaky to me. And the butcher, even the butcher still scares me to death today. Uh, it creeps me out every time you make it to him. I don't know why he's just in there slaughtering people. And you go in there and <laughs> it's just creepy, man. They, they, they've never been able to replicate the creepiness of Diablo one to me. Maybe it's cause I was younger and I played Diablo, but Man, talk about just creepy. Diablo 1, extremely, extremely creepy. The sounds, like I said, the the, the background music and the, the, the screen. I don't know. It, I, it is very hard to play alone, like in, in the dark. Diablo 1, is it terrifies me a little bit. It really does. It's hard to play. But by myself, it's hard to play. It's one of the hardest games I've ever had to try to play myself. Even though I love it, it's hard to play. Cause it's just creepy. It gives me, it gives me the creeps. It really does. Uh, now Diablo two never gave me the creeps. Diablo three for sure. Never gave me the creeps. Diablo four tried to capture that creepiness a little bit, I think. And I've been creeped out a little bit on Diablo four with, uh, at least the trailer of Lilith covered in blood. That, that stuff was freaky, but playing the game, I've not been freaked out so much. I do think it's darker then diablo 3 for sure but man i don't know diablo 1 was just great is a great game you know just random all the dungeons are just randomized it, you can you can play diablo a billion times and probably never play it the same way <laughs> for and that was that's kind of crazy when you think about it like you had random generated dungeons in 1996 1996 this game was out so yeah, great game, Diablo 1. Unfortunately, Diablo 1 has kind of been vastly vastly overshadowed by Diablo 2. Probably one of the greatest games ever created. I I don't know a game that just got almost everything right. I really don't. And Diablo 2 really done that, especially on PC. And I, for the life of me, I don't know why people... Uh, like they definitely took a step back with Diablo three when we'll get to that, but Diablo two was so, so good. Now it's not like it was perfect. It definitely had, this was before online MMORPGs really, really took off. It was way before the world of Warcraft even thought about being a thing. And you know, this was the closest thing to Diablo back then. I I think there was runescape. But the Diablo was like you bought it and you got to play it 
infinitely for free. And you can kind of put that in quotations a little bit for free. And this is really where I, I was, you know, two years probably older at this point, a little better, you know, gamer. And Diablo 2 was just insane. I and mean, still to this day, I, I, at least I thought I was good at it. I probably wasn't any good at it whenever I first played it. Because, oh man, it's just that game. Diablo 2 is just fantastic. And it completely overshadows Diablo 1. It, it takes everything that was cool in Diablo 1, but makes it almost more arcadey feeling and just fun. It's just, it's just pure fun. Diablo 2 is. And it, without its faults, uh, you know, there was lots of hacking and duping and all that stuff. And the biggest pet peeve to me is you would work on a character. Say you was wanting to play online and we'll play online with people. The biggest problem was you would level up a character and maybe you got tired of Diablo 2 for a little while. If you didn't come check on your character and like, I keep forgetting, I don't know if it's 60 days or 90 days, your character was deleted. Like He didn't have your character anymore, period. And I don't know if it was like a storage thing for Blizzard at the time or what, but you did not keeped your character no more and i lost so many good characters and i had characters i actually spent money on you know and i guess this is kind of where the real money auction house kind of generated from diablo 3 is if you get on these websites and you sometimes buy gear because it's almost impossible to find this gear otherwise it really was like you the diablo 2 was such a enormous game and it promoted people that was trading you know, trade runes. You was never going to find these runes that you need for these special weapons and gear. It's just, it's almost impossible. But some people get it, and you would have to trade for it. You could trade perfect gems, you know, other runes. The trading on there is crazy. PvP is crazy. The story is fantastic. The game's just fantastic. And, you know, you know, I never was one of those ones that completed everything. I don't know if I ever made a level 99 character. I know there's a special way you had to do it. I never did do it. But Diablo 2, just a fantastic game. It really was. It was still, to this day, one of my favorite games of all time. Diablo 2. Uh, and Diablo 2 Resurrected really, really brought that back. And I I don't think a game, I don't think they'll make a better game than Diablo 2 in the action RPG. And it just, it's just so good. It, it just, <laughs> this the cow level the you know lord of destruction expansion it's just crazy the 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 loot system was great it was everything everything was great about diablo 2 except a few things like i said it was losing your characters that really sucked uh you couldn't share the game this is one of the this is one of the first times like if it blizzard actually knew if you had if you're sharing a cd key like Diablo one, it didn't care. You you could download the game, play how many copies you could the next guy next to you a copy. But back in the day, before digital games become the standard, you had these things called CD cracks, or you know, so you wouldn't have to always have a stupid CD in your computer to play the game. So it was just like a, it wasn't nothing illegal about it at all. Like I own Diablo, like it, you definitely couldn't get on Diablo without 
a CD key. Like you had to have a CD key. So obviously you wasn't breaking any laws or anything like that. But you had to have a CD. You'd have a CD. Uh, a CD crack. So it was basically like Steam way before Steam. If you guys, uh, I don't, young people, you probably never ever have had to do this ever. Is install CD crack, and it's just the the EXE just quits checking for the CD inside your drive. And it made it so much easier instead of trying to find this disc and you want to play some Diablo 2, you just install the CD crack. And we'll see, Diablo 2 and Half-Life was definitely the two games I always CD cracked because I always wanted to play them all the time. But you definitely couldn't, if you, if you let somebody install your CD key and they try to play on, on battle.net instead of openbattle.net, you uh it would kick you off it really would it would kick you off that's another thing that doesn't exist anymore and this was kind of cool was openbattle.net and so openbattle.net you could actually play your single player characters online but see the problem with that is that you could really hack up a character but it was actually really cool too like you could do stuff on openbattle.net that you, that just wasn't possible on battle.net cuz you know it was it was tied down. Openbattle.net was just open. It, uh, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's just open. You could play with the single player characters that you started locally. You could actually, I remember reading guides on how to hex edit. And you could hex edit your color of your armor. So you give you give your character anything you wanted with like, there was so many Diablo 2 tools back in the day. I wish I could remember the website. There's Diablo 2 tools. You could give your character whatever you wanted, you know, any weapon, level up to whatever you wanted, stats. The big thing was you'd try to make a bugged weapon. It'd give you, like, infinite health and stats or something like that, so you could never die or something crazy like that. And people would try to see which... Uh, they would try to see if it was possible for them to actually kill people, like they would generate so many cool weapons. Like you had, you would have an unkillable character and they would somehow be able to hex edit that weapon and still be able to kill people. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of cool. This is like, this is, this was just interesting to me. I always thought it was fascinating. And I, you know, I got in that hex editing there a little bit, but it definitely, <laughs> it was, it was the wild west. And openbattle.net. I mean, obviously, you had local files, so you could just do whatever you wanted. I just remember sitting hours and hours trying to learn hex editing with Diablo 2. It was just cool. It was just cool to do. Like, oh, man. And the battle runs, the Diablo 2, you know, Diablo hell runs, just and leveling up your characters. You, you always felt like you was playing with people, too. Because if you wanted to level a new character, you would just join a, a, a room that started, you know, eight people it'd be like leveling you'd level together and keep making you know the same game type over and over it's just like you keep doing this and doing this and doing this with people sometimes you run into people cool people you just want to keep playing with uh, i think newer modern gaming has lost that big time and it, like it diablo 2 still feels like even right now it, you can go on there right now and it still feels like you're playing with people and i'm gonna touch on this back when i get to diablo 4 just with my experience so far, and it's been out a week. Uh, oh man, Diablo three, what a turd sandwich whenever it launched. Uh, 
Diablo three had a terrible launch. I mean, everybody was looking forward to like, you know, Diablo two, just one of the best games ever made. Then Diablo three come out and it really just couldn't, it didn't really have a chance to like, I still Diablo two, like I'm saying guys, Diablo two is one of the best games ever made. Diablo three comes out, you know, it's got pretty, pretty high expectations. And then Diablo three comes out and it's required always online before always online was really a thing. It was one of the first games ever do it. And oh boy, did it not have a good launch. Did not have a good launch. Now this was before high speed internet was kind of standard everywhere. Let's say that too. You didn't, a lot of people just didn't have access to good internet. And this was, when did Diablo 3 come out? It's It's been a while now. Let's see here. Diablo 3 release. Oh, 2012, Diablo 3 come out. So that's been 11 years ago. Yeah, 2012 was a different world, man. It really was. Uh, I think. I, I, yeah, I was uh, just out of college not too long ago. That can't be right. Yeah, I guess that is right. Dude, May 2012. Yeah, Diablo 2 or 3 come out. Bad, bad launch. People couldn't get on. People was finding ways to host their own server so they could just play, on, play locally and actually play the game. It's terrible. It had a terrible launch. And they decided... I guess with all the items that were being made and sold on websites on Diablo 2, they decided to make the real money auction house. And they made it where you literally could not get drops, period. And if you did, you could sell it probably for $1,000 on the real money auction house. And people, <laughs> so all people do was buy bots. And they'd buy bots and then let their Diablo 3 bot run all night long and collect gear for them, making money. I guess D Blizzard finally smartened up, but Diablo three on launch was not, it was hard. It was, you could beat the game on the first two, first two or three difficulties. Then I think you would get to Inferno. I think that's what it was called Inferno at first. And man, you talk about not a fun game. It, it, it re really reminds you of Diablo two. When you're playing on hell uh, mode, like everything just one shots you and you cannot stay alive to save your life. Like you have to choose between resistances and uh, staying alive and doing damage. And Diablo three, you just could not, you could not get the gear unless you paid money. And that's the way it was. You just could not get the gear unless you was willing to pay money or bought for your gear. And I, I mean, even if you bought it, you probably couldn't get the gear. The loot system was just terrible. Uh, it, it was just the Diablo three was extremely hard. I still, it probably felt more like Diablo two than the, the Diablo three that we know today, but it was, it was just so hard and it wasn't fun to, to try to do Inferno. Like there was no characters that it just wasn't fun. It really wasn't like Diablo three when it first released was not a good game. 
it had cool characters, had a cool story. It just was not good though. It was, it, it was just like, why did they do this? The real money auction house has destroyed this game. Uh, it went from, I want to grind loot to like, I can grind all day long and never get loot. Diablo two resurrected, like and two, you can still grind and get loot. The Diablo three, you just couldn't do it. There was quite literally like bots feeding and, and making a bazillion dollars off of people. I don't know about that much, but you know, that's making money off people. And I just, I, I wasn't going to give the game money. So the announcement for Reaper of Souls comes out and they release a, a loot 2.0 and they get rid of the real money auction house. Diablo three becomes fun again. It becomes fun again, but it's almost, there's almost too, too, too loot given, I guess. I don't know. It, it really took a page out of World of Warcraft and just started giving epics and uniques to people like crazy legendaries, ancients. Like you would just get so much gear now. It was, it was almost, it was almost too much, but I did like the introduction to, uh, riffs on Diablo three. And that's basically what all the game started being at the end of its life is adventure mode rifting how far you could push the game to rift soft core see, see who could do it the fastest and which rift they could get to you would eventually get to a rift that was just you just multiple them everything just kept multiplying torment 13 whatever rift 75 i don't know it's fun but it just it's like <laughs> Diablo three went from this extreme game to this like everything's free and i don't know it, it just it you didn't have to really play the game no more either you didn't have to go through the story at all you just played adventure mode after you unlocked it you just played from adventure mode starting from the front i mean why would you play the story mode you've played a billion times see back when diablo 3 first released you actually could grind kind of like you could in diablo 2 You'd go to act, you know, restart the game, go to kill that boss a few times, see what you're leveling up. I remember doing that. And, you know, it was the only way I could get a decent some gear. And it felt like I was actually working a little bit, kind of like I was in Diablo 2, grinding a certain boss. Like, you know, Grand Andario on Diablo 2, you could grind like an act boss or something, or you could grind a main boss if you wanted to. Like, just whatever you thought was grind. I remember just grinding just a certain act part on Diablo three just cause I was trying to progress and I could kill this boss a billion times. So that's how I'd level up and get gear till I could get enough gear to go to the next one. Basically it was, it just wasn't fun though. Like, uh, I mean, grinding's not really fun anyway, but Diablo two grinding was kind of fun. Cause you never know what she was going to get. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you get some crazy stuff and you'd be able to trade all day long than some stuff you just wouldn't, but it was just, it was just that. And the, when the real money auction house went away, you could no longer give gear to people. This was a big, big downfall. I think now Diablo two, you would have people, your friends and stuff. You could level them up, give them gear. That was great. I, I, somebody wanted to start playing Diablo 2 you'd probably have a surplus of gear on one of your mules even your mule count there's people that have mule counts 
and you could just trade them the gear they wanted. You know, what's you going to do with it? You could probably sell it, I guess, if you wanted to. But, you know, are you actually going to play? Uh, it's always funner to play with other people. I, I actually met people I work with and stuff. We, we used to grind the crap out of Diablo. <laughs> oh, man, it was so fun. Diablo 2. But uh, Diablo 3, you could give people gear. Then Loot 2.0 come out. Got rid of the real money auction house. No longer could was there, and even Diablo three. I don't think. I think at first you still could. You still had to fight for gear. That was the downfall of Diablo two, is fighting for gear. Who could click on it the fastest? Diablo three introduced personalized loot, and they even started doing this in their other game, World of Warcraft. Personalized loot, like if you could get the gear, is only only you could see it. So. It was good and bad. Uh, I think I kind of prefer it now because in my old age, I just don't want to fight over loot. It's just stupid. It really is. And, and you know, I I do like my time. If, I, if I'm grinding away, I'd like to be, you know, somebody gives me a piece of gear. I get a gear for doing this so long, finally, instead of somebody a level one or 10 coming up while we're grinding and clicks my loot. And I'm just like, well, okay. And that's happened before in Diablo 2. Diablo 3 took care of that with personalized loot. But you couldn't trade people nothing no more. Unless I think they was, if they was playing with you at the time that you could trade them, maybe. Yeah, yeah you could still do that because I remember dropping pieces of gear. If they was playing with you and you run them through rifts or something, you could drop gear. And they could use it. But holding on to it and training later, absolutely not. And... Like, say, if you was playing a monk and they was playing a demon hunter, you would just get monk gear anyway, so it didn't really do them no good sometimes. I mean, a good piece, a higher piece of gear with them getting, like, yellows the whole time, probably better to get a legendary or something on. But for the most part, you only got that class-specific gear, and it done the other class no good. So if you was playing, say, two barbarians, that probably worked out awesome. And Diablo 2 introduced the Necro again. That was awesome. They brought back the Paladin. That was awesome at first. It just, it really wasn't that good of a game. Let's just be honest. It really wasn't. Demon Hunter was fun. I kind of wish they still had Demon Hunter on uh, Diablo 4, but they don't. All right. So I thought they'd learned their lesson on Diablo 3. They made, they eventually made Diablo 3 a good game, I think. Still nowhere close to the magic Diablo 2 or the creepy nose of Diablo 1. So, uh, I know Blizzard decides that they're going to make a phone game and just gets Diablo Mortal is just trash. It's one of the worst games. Now, let me take that back. And, and you guys can go back and listen to my rant of Diablo Mortal because I really don't want to rant about it again because I hate that game. But I will say Diablo Mortal could have been one of the best mobile games ever invented but they decided to just destroy it with microtransactions and this chinese loot farmers and it just go back it has who was josh strife plays or says he goes through how many currencies there are in that game you can trade trade for it's ridiculous how many different currencies there is not to mention premium currencies this is regular like you turn premium into these currencies some of them just stupid this game's terrible uh but you could definitely tell i'm getting into diablo 4 now you can definitely tell they took 
stuff from Diablo Mortal, and it was like a testing ground for Diablo 4. Now, Diablo 4, it's a good game. I will say they definitely picked up the creepiness again. Diablo 3 wasn't creepy at all for some reason. Uh, I don't know if they made it a little more cartoony than they did, but the, yeah, the creepiness is back. Not as quite as creepy as Diablo 1. Probably on par with Diablo 2. It's definitely dark again. Um, Diablo 4 has been great. And, you know, I ain't got a lot to say about it. Like, I've only played it for like a week so far. It feels more like an MMORPG, and, but I will say, it, I, even though I see people playing with me, it feels like there's nobody playing with me. Even on Diablo 3, I could join parties and you could do stuff together. Now, I'm hoping like whenever I get to the end game, maybe this changes. Because I don't re really remember leveling up a lot with different people on the internet on Diablo 3 either. But that's just kind of how gaming almost is now. It feels like a solo adventure anymore. Even MMORPGs. Everything is so... You got to do this first... Until you really play with your friends or something like that. That's how it feels. And I, listen, I have a lot of friends on uh, Battle.net now. And I don't, I have not played the very one second with them on Diablo 4 yet. You know, everybody's kind of leveling up. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing. And that's just kind of how it is now, I guess. It, and, you know, these other people that you see wandering around on your world map, they might as well be a bot because I don't know them from anybody. Like they don't talk to you. They don't do anything. They just go kill things and you might have an emote button and sometimes they'll emote back. And that's, that's basically it. And that's how Diablo Immortal felt. Like you see all these people, but they might as well just be soulless bots to me because I don't know who they are. Don't really care. And there's no incentive to be playing with people. You know, you don't, you have the personalized loot. You want to get through the story. I'm hoping this kind of changes, but I don't know if they have a, a, a group finder. I hope they do in Diablo Immortal or Diablo 4. That will help. Even on Diablo Immortal, they had instances, and I'm guessing that's probably what they're going to be doing in Diablo 4 is these kind of raids and instances because you did have that in Diablo Immortal, which I will say was cool. It's just that game could have been good. It really could have. It's just plagued. It's plagued by microtransactions and greed. That's what Diablo Immortals problem is. It really was. It would be a good game if it wasn't for that. So I'm hoping, but you can tell that Blizzard definitely got greedy or wants to be greedy in Diablo 4. They're going to introduce battle passes. They already have, I don't know how many skins. I've bought the collector's digital edition, a hundred bucks and not a single free 500 premium coins was given <laughs> you start out with zero and it's like 25 bucks a skin if you like it so yeah the transmog system from diablo 3 which was awesome is clearly not going to be as cool because you're not be able to grind it you're going to have to buy it it looks like to me uh hopefully you get some cool drops but it looks like the majority of the cool items and skins are definitely in the item shop, which is unfortunate because Path of Exile is completely free and you can buy cosmetics. Diablo 4 costs money and there's cosmetics. And there's going to be a battle pass, which I think there's a battle pass in BOE now or something. But overall, it feels good. 
It's definitely way better launch than Diablo 3 even thought about being. It's fun. I don't think I'm getting overlooted. I think I'm getting the right amount of loot for how much as I'm playing. Overall, a very fun game, and I think Diablo is back. I still don't think it's going to capture the magic like a Diablo 2. I think Diablo 2 was just, I, I, I don't know. They captured some kind of magic during this game. Like, I don't think they'll ever be able to recreate it. Just like I don't think I'll be able to recreate the creepiness of Diablo 1. I just don't think it's possible. Maybe it is still creepy to, you know, newer players. I have no idea. Maybe. Maybe it is. Uh, I know somebody will have to comment on the YouTube video or join our Discord and let me know if you think the creepiness is back. I think it is a little bit. Maybe I'm just kind of used to it since Diablo 1 just... It still creeps me out today. I'm 36 years old and it still creeps me out today. That's how creepy that game is. But man, uh, yeah, Diablo, Diablo four has been great, uh, so far. And you got mounts and I'm still, it's missing a lot of characters. I think like the only characters I really wanted to play was, I was hoping it was Demon Hunter again. I love Demon Hunter in Diablo 3. You don't have the monk. You have a necro, so there's that. There's no Amazon. So they brought back the rogue, which is what I've made so far, and it's kind of like a, you know, Demon Hunter slash the old school rogue, but it's different. I don't know. Of course, they have Barbarian. They brought back Sorceress or Wizard or something and they got they brought back the druid uh and i never did like druid in diablo 2 but everybody says druid's kind of cool in diablo 4 they look cool so there's that but yeah the i'm hoping the, so far the story right now has been awesome it's it's very in-depth but it feels more like a mmorpg but it's solo adventure mmorpg kind of like they all are now like, even if you play World of Warcraft now, it feels, you know, it's good that you can do everything solo, but I don't know what what's happened to MMORPGs. Like, I don't know. They, you should at least get an incentive of playing with people. And I don't know why they don't do that anymore. Like, I mean, in World of Warcraft, you had to team up just to kill elites. Now you can get a whole pack of elites and destroy them in a couple clicks. It don't make no sense. <laughs> I mean, they definitely want the game. You you kind of, you know, you want that kind of balance, I guess, in games. You don't want it so hardcore that nobody plays it, but you don't want it so casual. All the hardcore people's like, what's up? I mean, maybe it gets more hardcore. I'm sure it does at certain levels in this game. But I don't know why they don't just don't increase experience gained or something. If you're partying with people, like I don't understand. If you're doing quests together, you get double XP or something. Why not? Why? What? What is? What is it going to hurt? You got people enjoying the, your game together. Like, I don't care about the loot. Just make just incentive for just being social. Like, as far as I know, we've made this clan, and there's no reason to be in the clan. Zero. That's what they've done in World of Warcraft. There's zero reason to be in a guild. It don't make any sense, and I don't know why they've done that. I, I really don't. You know. People get older, they want more casual stuff. I, I enjoy the casual stuff, I really do, because I do experience the game, but I, you know, I do want to put my toe in the water a little bit and see how the hardcore stuff is, if it's, you know, 
for comes guilds and well i just don't understand like what you have this online game that you like obviously you want people to play together you wouldn't have made it like you did but there's no reason from level one to what am i 44 right now is this recording there has been zero reason to party up with anybody zero i I can't even uh, hard. I, I talk to people on there every now and then. There's just they don't even see it. I don't. I don't understand. It's, I don't know what they've done to the social interaction in these games. I really don't. That's my only complaint. Is the social game socializing in games is just it feels uh, like I said. You might as well just have NPCs running around because it, it it does not matter. I, and I don't know. I know other MMORPGs do that. They, they, like they give you a bonus or something if people are near and they you work together for a second. It seems like Guild Wars Two does that. Like if you're helping people out, it like boosts you. And I don't know why every game doesn't do that. Blizzard likes stealing stuff anyway. Won't they just steal that? And events. I thought that was going to be so cool. Is these random events that occur on the map in Sanctuary? And you're going to run into people and they're going to help you out. I don't think I have had help from one person this whole entire time doing events. Not one. And if they did, they come at the end and I, they didn't help at all. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. They might as well made a, they might as well made you play the game single player until you got a certain level. Then you have to queue up with people or something. I it's just might as well. I, I don't, you're wasting resources at this point. If this is the way the game's supposed to be while you're leveling up. Make the game single player, always online, just single player, not using your server resources until you get to a certain level. Then whenever you got to do something that's required by other people, you play with them, I guess. Because there's zero reason to be playing with anybody right now. For me, I ain't beat the game yet. I'm on like Act 5. Zero reason. Zero. I remember in Diablo 2, you could, if you wanted to just question somebody, you would make like Act 2 questing. People will join you. People will join you. They would do the same thing in Diablo 3. If you wanted to do a certain whatever, people would join. That's not the fact in Diablo 4. That's long gone, I guess. But that's just my complaint of the game so far. It just, it feels there's no incentive to play with other people at all. Right now. From one, I think I'm 44, 45 at this point. Zero reason zero i have zero interactions with people you know that's just the way it is I, I i don't know anyways guys i hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast be sure to pick up diablo 4 it's great we i do i have teamed up with a clan full tech podcast has teamed up with a clan if you guys want to join you guys are welcome to join uh, maybe eventually we'll find something to do together i, I don't know but if you're just buying the game to go through the story, you can do that. It's, you're not going to have a headache whatsoever doing that. But man, I tell you what, Diablo 1 come out. Great game. Diablo 2 is just one of the best games ever made. Diablo 3 slipped and fell on its face. They got back up, made it a decent game. Diablo Mortal needs the burn. You, like, you need to fight Diablo Mortal as the end boss in Diablo 4 and kill it. 
That's that's the evil that Diablo Mortal is. Diablo 4 seems to be a good game so far. But I thank you for listening. Uh, Me and Shadow Elite of Full Tech do have a podcast coming up. We've been invited to be guests and talk about our times with Quake. And I'll let you guys know about that. But anyway, be sure to follow me on Twitter at the Smangle. Check out the website, fulltechpodcast.com. Hope you guys have a good day, evening, week, however long, whatever you've done. Be sure to share this out. Join the Discord. That's the only way that I'm going to build a community around the Discord. So you guys come chat, talk, whatever you want to do. It'd be cool. Be glad to have you guys around. Love to build that, this community around tech, retro games and gaming, PC gaming, whatever. That's what what we all like. I don't want you guys to join. But uh, it has been... It's been good to get back on the mic. Hope you guys have a good day. Later.